the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you're not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Church's Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. In the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. The X-Zone Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Ram Media Company, their advertisers, Fox Star Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or their employees. Welcome, everyone, to the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross that time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. That's 7 p.m. Pacific until 11 o'clock p.m. Pacific on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine and growing family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, 
the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, and right across Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 528 That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. one 528 8255. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com or xzone at xzoneradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can always chat with me here during the live broadcast by typing in the address talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com, that's our main site. And if you'd like to watch, listen, and chat with the coolest members of any radio audience anywhere, www.xzonetv.com My producer tonight at Master Control of the Talkstar Radio Network is Miss Melanie and my chat room moderator at Xzone TV is Rob from Scarborough. On tonight's show we have Lorraine Rowe who's going to be joining me in a few moments. Just imagine this Xzone Nation. You're married to a psychic. Your mom's a psychic. How do you get away with anything? Well, Lorraine wrote a book called The Psychic Housewife's Handbook, and we're going to be talking to Lorraine about her psychic abilities and what it's like to be a psychic housewife. Hour number two, Connie Podesta joins us. She is an expert, and uh, she's going to show us how to stay employed amid record layoffs and unemployment. Tara Green in hour number three is going to be doing tarot card readings for one and all who give us a call at one 528 8255 And in the final hour of tonight, we're going to be crossing the Atlantic Ocean to Great Britain Michael Ravy is going to be joining us, and he's going to be talking to us about his new book, Emily and the Mystagogue. That's tonight here on the X-Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network. one 528 8255 is our toll-free number. My first guest tonight, X-Zone Nation, is Lorraine Rowe, and she is the author of, you ready for this? The Psychic Housewives Handbook. Now, Lorraine is a former investigative television reporter in St. Paul, Minnesota, and Los Angeles, California, and a four-time Emmy Award winner. She is the author of the Psychic Housewives Handbook, which is going to be released in April of this year. She's a married and a mom to three kids, aged 4 to 12, and has been a psychic since the year 2002. She lives in Los Angeles area, and if you'd like to check her website out when we go to this two-minute commercial break, www.lorrainerow.com. That's L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E-R-O-E.com. When I come back from this two-minute commercial break, Lorraine Rowe is my first guest, and uh, she's a psychic housewife. I bet you she knew I was going to say that. This is the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, for Thursday, March the 12th in the year 2009. I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute break as we start the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. My name's Rob McConnell, and I'll be back in two minutes with our first guest tonight, Lorraine Rowe. Don't go away. Yesterday, 
thinks of the young man that she almost married. What would he think if he saw her this way? She picks up her apron in little girl fashion as something comes into her mind. Slowly starts dancing, remembering her girlhood and all of the boys she had waiting in line. Oh, such are the dreams of the everyday housewife you see everywhere, any time of the day. And everyday housewife who gave up the good life for me. Lorraine Rowe is my special guest, and she is a psychic housewife. And she's the author of the Psychic Housewives Handbook that is going to be released in April of this year. Her website is www.lorrainerow.com. And Lorraine Rowe, welcome to the Exome. Thank you. Nice opening jingle there. Just for you. Ordered it specially for you. Lorraine. It works. It works. Well, that's great. Are you smiling? I am. That's good. I got a good laugh. That's good. Um, first of all, welcome to the Exome and the Psychic Housewives Handbook. Right. Well, it's all about my experience and some other women's experiences of, of becoming psychic overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, for me, it was, it was pretty much a, an overnight thing where I was able to see ghosts and hear spirits and blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, what, what the book is about is, is, is kind of creating a home environment that supports you know, following your intuition, mm-hmm. letting your kids follow their intuition, and and talks about the experiences of people I've met and I know who, you know, women who have become much more open psychically by doing, you know, some basic basic things to open up a little bit more and calm down and, and create an opening for that kind of information. How did you first become to believe that you were psychic or were you struck by lightning? Were... Well, I... I came to believe I was psychic. I it, it basically somebody showed up at my um, in my office who was dead. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up, back up, back up here. Somebody <laughs> showed up in your office who was dead. Yes, that sounds was, like our place here. I was working here. in my home mm-hmm. office, minding my own business, uh-huh. and um, I sensed this grandmother standing by me, and I could see her, and she started showing me images of a little boy. Um, on, a, on a deck mm-hmm. at an orchard holding peaches in a bucket. And I had the impression that it was my, a friend of mine, my actually a very dear friend of mine's husband. And um, I got some information that was very specific, and then I was very terrified of the whole thing, actually. Well, somebody and, dead um, showed up in my office. I'd be terrified, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was, it, was kind of, it, was, it was really strange, actually. Mm. And so um i i eventually emailed him and i didn't hear anything back and then i i finally called and said i just have to ask you does this make any sense if i tell you about this image and mm-hmm. it actually was something he had a picture of um, from his family of him standing on a deck in a striped shirt which i had seen holding a bucket of peaches and i mean i talk about that a little bit in the book but it was it wasn't about really believing as much as it was kind of feeling my way through the experience. What do you think was the catalyst in your psychic uh, abilities uh, coming to fruition? Well, I think I was exposed to it um, by I was actually helping produce a video for mm-hmm. Echo Bodine, who is a psychic. Oh yeah, we've had a we've had Echo on the show before. Yeah. Yeah, she's terrific. She and sure is. I we had a we had a connection because we both 
lives and works in Minneapolis, mm -hmm. and so I ended up helping her produce a video about her psychic abilities, having no interest at all in pursuing my own, by the way. They, she and her brother both asked me if I wanted psychic readings, and I said, absolutely not. And, um, and then we, uh, being exposed to that, I learned a lot more about psychic abilities, and, and then I, I, I eventually did decide to stop working in news, and I started meditating and doing yoga. I guess I would say I just kind of calmed down a little bit and um, and really began meditating and doing some just doing some disciplines. I think that opened me up a lot more. Now, what does being psychic mean to you? Well, I guess I describe it as. Yeah, I think there's many aspects to psychic ability. I, I honestly think people have psychic experiences mm -hmm. very frequently, but they're afraid to call it that. Yeah. Um, you know, intuitive feelings that something's going to happen, um, knowing something about somebody that you couldn't possibly know um, except that it, it's, it's an incredible synchronicity or a, co a seeming coincidence. Um, and, and for me personally, um, it's hearing voices, seeing images, having gut feelings about something. Um, I never really understood following my intuition as overtly mm -hmm. as I do now, although I was doing it quite a bit as a reporter, following my instincts yep. and following my gut instincts, parenting, etc. Now I really have come to believe that's a very key to psychic ability. When you discovered you had these abilities, did you embrace them or did you find that they were scaring you and you tried to back away from them? Well, it freaked me out. <laughs> Just, I mean, the women I talk to these days, it, when they, you know, they, they're excited when it happens, but they're also scared. Mm -hmm. And in my situation, I was lucky enough to be able to pick up the phone and call Echo Bodine and say, this and this and this is happening. What is going on? And she was, you know, very clear to clearly explained to me that it was all psychic ability. And I think when the gift of, of if you're having psychic experiences and you're able to confirm the information, mm -hmm. that, sure, that sure is wonderful. If you can call, say, hey, I, her, I, I've heard this about you. Somebody was talking to me about you, about blah, blah, blah. Can you confirm it? And they can say yes. It, it really affirms that it's something real. What else are you telling people about in your book? Uh, you know, are there other psychic housewives out there that you're trying to let them know that, hey, it's okay to be psychic, it's nothing to be afraid of, it's something that's very natural? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm trying to be a little silly here because I, I feel like some of the psychic information out there can be kind of heavy-handed. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, when you, when you talk with the women, I mean, I've had women taking classes from me for years online. And, we, and it's not that I'm teaching them, it's kind of we're having experiences together, but... Um, they're silly and they're funny and they, they, they see the humor in spirit and some of the jokes that the guides do and some ghost funniness. I mean, you know, spirit's not, it's not all serious business. I mean, it can be pretty, pretty funny. I mean, it can be really goofy. And, um, that's uh, what I, what I just so enjoy is how brave women are, um, to, to kind of explore their abilities and see the humor in it and have some fun with it. Awesome. Oh, and by the way, I, I know you have my website as LorraineMode.com, and that yep. does work, but the other website that works and takes the same place is PsychicHousewives.com. So, well, of course, and then it also publicizes your book. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 
PsychicHousewives.com. 1-877-528-8255 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Lorraine Rowe is our special guest, and her website is PsychicHousewives.com. Now, are there other people that you know who have suddenly become psychic as well? Yep, there are. In fact, I have a very good friend in St. Paul who, when I met her, was not psychic and now is doing professional readings and doing healings. I have uh, probably half a dozen women in the book with their stories of psychic experiences who I will call and say, you know, can you tell me something about blah, 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 and they will tell me very specific information about something. And in fact, when we do our classes, I kid you not, at the end of at the end of the twelve week class, these women are giving each other readings and telling each other things that they just had no way of knowing. So I I just truly I believe this this thing's going, it's blossoming and I, I hear from men. It's not just about women. I mean I hear from men a lot. I do YouTube videos mm-hmm. to talk about some of this stuff and I, it's, it's just really fun because people are having experiences of being psychic. What, is, what has been the scariest moment of your new life as a psychic housewife? Ooh, good question. Not bad, eh? Yeah. And they start um, getting better from here on in. <laughs> well, the... I've, I've done some ghost busting that have been scary. So what did, what did you catch the ghost with? Did you catch them with an ounce of grass or something? Well, they, they, you don't have to catch them because usually they're going to some place where they want to be, but the people want them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's like you go in and um, you sense them, and it'll be creepy. I mean, it'll just be creepy. Um, I've also, you know, I've sensed things about people when they're saying one thing and I get an image of them doing something else that, it's, that has been creepy and, um, you know, kind of a really bad feeling. And having been a former reporter, I already had kind of that sixth sense about, you know, criminals and some other things. But I've had that experience of having an image fly into my head of like, ooh, like a crime. And um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people ask me why I don't, well, do just can't. I can't do the work. I, it doesn't. Um, it's not that I don't know if I could figure things out, but it's more I can't do the emotional stuff of it because it's creepy. Now, when you're when you're out and doing a um, busting a ghost, how do your psychic abilities work? Is it different working on a dead apparition compared to a live person? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, a dead. You know, not, not all psychics see all the realms. I mean, some psychics just see dead people. Other psychics see people who are see spirit guides. It's kind of a different level of uh, energy. And then the other people see their other people's souls, and some people read minds. So that being said, um, when I when you do a ghost busting, you, you go in and you call that, that person forth and you tell them, you know, it's last call. You know, you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And you can invite them to go to the light. You can hear their story because a lot of times these ghosts just want to be heard. But then you tell them to leave. And you have to do that in cooperation with the person who owns the home. I mean, you're, you're there asking the, the homeowner to also assist because that's part of the problem is sometimes people get enamored with having ghosts around and so the ghosts hang out. 
But, you know, I've told women how to do it, and they just do it themselves. Because I say, you know, treat it like you're an angry hostess who's burned out on an unwelcome guest, and they'll leave. Or the in-laws come over unexpected, and they plan to stay for a weekend. All right, stand by, my dear. You and I have to take a commercial break, but you already knew that because you're psychic. Lorraine Rowe is our special guest, www.psychichousewives.com. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network, coming to you live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Into her mind, slowly starts dancing, remembering her girlhood and all of the boys she had waiting in. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. We're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Children in Ukraine have been wounded and are traumatized by the violence. UNICEF is on the ground providing health, hygiene, and critical emergency supplies. Please go to UNICEF.org to donate now. Thank you. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Welcome back, everyone. This is the X Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network. With yours truly, Rob McConnell. My special guest this first hour of tonight's show is Lorraine Rowe, and she is the young lady who wrote. Are you ready for this? The Housewife of uh, the Psychic Housewives Handbook, it, and her website is psychichousewives.com. What do your kids think about having a mom that's a psychic? Like, they can't pull the wool over your eyes, can they? <laughs> well, they, you know, we're all in the same boat because they know stuff. They, they've got some psychic abilities, and, yeah, I do too. And, I mean, they, it's, it is pretty funny, i got to say, Rob, because they, they do know that they can't get away with as much. In fact, my daughter can tell me something, and I can just look at her and she'll just start laughing because I'll know it's not exactly true. She does not that she lies, but she'll try and, like, slide something by, and I'll know. Yeah. And, you know, it's also, I think mothers have that intuition, but I've, I've had feelings about stuff going on or, or a sudden jolt, like something was wrong at school, and, and, I, and one of my sons got injured, and... You know, it's it's uh, it is definitely a real experience to know what's going on with your kids, and they know stuff too. They're pretty intuitive. What about the husband? Yeah. <laughs> now here he's got a wife that is psychic. She knows everything he's going to say before he even thinks about it. Uh, my uh, what do you my say, mother, honey? I my know. Mother, 
bought him a shirt that says, the voices inside my wife's head are driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, that is precious. So how does he take it? Does he take it with a grain of salt? Well, you know, he knew me when we worked together in news in a different way. I mean, we were not involved at that time. Yeah. I was a I was a hardcore reporter, and he was he's a very good television editor. Mm -hmm. But um, I think he I think he appreciates it because it's I've softened up a lot. Um, I kind of have begun to trust the universe, so to speak, mm -hmm. and um, he he's actually developed his own abilities. Um, you know, not this, quite in the same vein that I do, but he's definitely a very, he can pick up on other people's feelings. Um, he he really does go with it, and um, he's been always very supportive. I knew him before I was psychic and when I became psychic, and he's, he's amazing that way. And he's also, you know, got his own thing going on. I think he's most tuned in when he's on his motorcycle. He rides his, his Harley every day, and that's his intuition. So, what what was it like the first time that you were able to do get psychic impressions from your husband and your children and then the other members of your family? Did you see them in a totally different new light? Not really. No? I mean, you know, it's it's like I think the people you're closest to, you don't have as many surprises. I mean, there's some things I think that we don't see about people, obviously. Sure. I mean, hello. But I, hello. I think that, you know, most of it, it's not too surprising to me because I know them. I mean... It's more, I think, people, I think one thing about becoming psychic is you start really looking at everybody in your inner circle and giving them the once-over. And, um, you know, sometimes those people don't pass the sniff test because, uh, you know, in, in the book I talk about looking for, for kind of a match in thought, word, and deed. And, you know, not that they have to be perfect, but that they're kind of presenting in a way that's authentic. And when you're psychic, you start reading the inauthenticity pretty quickly. I guess so. How can uh, how can being a psychic help other housewives who are psychic? Well, you mean my message to help them? Well, how, um, how can being how can being a psychic help the everyday housewife? The everyday housewife. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess what I would say is it's kind of it's kind of the lifeline to these women who are probably already psychic. They're probably having psychic experiences. And in the 50s, they might have been institutionalized for some of these experiences. Now that we're living in, you know, 2009, it's, it's time to come out and kind of admit it and then let it grow. I mean, my experience has been with people connecting to me is they tell me in bits and pieces events that happen, like seeing ghosts knowing something's going to happen, dreaming something's going to happen, and it does. And they're like, I can't understand it. What's going on? It's like, well, you're becoming psychic. So instead of just kind of running around like a chicken with your head cut off, you begin to say, okay, these are real psychic experiences. How do I take care of myself? How do I take care of these abilities? And, um, you know, the book talks a lot about self-care as well as psychic ability. Because I think a lot of women get are very confused about how to take care of themselves in the midst of raising, you know, kids and being a wife. Right. Do you find, has there ever been a time since your psychic switch was turned on that you, would, you wish that it had never happened? There's been a few times. I mean, you know, when, I, when I've seen some things I didn't want to see, you know, it's kind of gnarly. 
And also, when I felt guided to do things I didn't really want to do, that sucks. <laughs> it sucks for everybody. What can I say? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Now, in your book, you say you went from being a skeptical reporter to becoming a psychic. Now, what was that like for you? Like, that's going from night to day. That's like doing news and then being tossed into the weather. Yeah, yeah. It's like being a reporter and becoming an anchor or something. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, um, it was weird, Rob. <laughs> oh, here I mean, it comes. I had to take on, I mean, I think that's what enabled me to write this book, was I had to, in the, I had to become, I, I was almost like an objective observer having an experience. Mm -hmm. and, and, I mean, yes, it was having these psychic experiences, but I was also just could not believe this was going on. So because of that, it kind of made me um, kind of skeptical and look at it in a way that was very objective. I mean, I'm not somebody who I would say, oh, uh, yes, I... I saw ghosts when I was three. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I, I'm sure, I mean, when I was a child, I probably did have psychic experiences. I can't tell you what they were. But, I mean, now, I mean, you meet a lot of psychics who are like, oh, I've been psychic my whole life, you know, blah, 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 and, and mm, that's not my story. And that's, not a sto that's the story of a lot of people out there. But they do become psychic. I wonder what it would be like for a psychic to have Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> Uh, I have no idea where I have no idea where that came from. I really don't. <laughs> you, you were talking about yourself, uh, you know, not remembering at three when you had your psychic, you know, if you had psychic experience, and I have no idea where that popped in my brain from. Do you Maybe do this? You're getting some help. Do you do this to everybody that you talk to? <laughs> do I do what? Make them make them blurt out things? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's my secret magic skill. <laughs> You devil, you. There's a lot of books on the market about uh, developing psychic ability. What do you think sets yours apart from the rest? Well, let's go with humor. Okay. Uh, you, that <laughs> you've mean, got. That you've got. My, well, my book isn't like, you know, a total knee slapper because there's some serious stuff in there. But I just, you know, I mean, it came out funny. The, the book came out funny. And I, I don't, having read about a gazillion of these books, mm -hmm. I mean, including the Bible, I haven't laughed that hard. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought, well, it's kind of fun to write something funny about these abilities because I'm always suspect when people are talking about spirit and guidance and all that stuff when they don't mention the humor in it because I find it to be they're pranksters. I mean, they're troublemakers. And I, I really find that to be one of the key elements of, of the spiritual path is having a good laugh. I mean, if you can't laugh at some of the absurdities of spirit, then, you know, you got trouble. Yeah, that's true. So, laughter, humor, I, I would imagine humor. that being being open is a big part of it as well. Yeah, well, I think, I think that we're talking, um, you know, from the perspective of somebody who hasn't been psychic mm -hmm. before to now, there's just not that many books out there. There's a few. A few people have had the experience of becoming completely psychic, but not many. And mostly it's been a lot of people who, who had the abilities as, as children or in their teenage years. And I don't know if those people can really it completely speak to the notion of becoming psychic in short order. And that's what this book is about. And frankly, there's one other key, key element to the book that is, is uh, you know, 
a big piece of the puzzle here is learning about self-care. I, I mean, I talk about that extensively because mothers don't hand that knowledge down to their daughters. It's more about having good manners, being a good girl, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's not really about taking care of your energy and taking care of your emotional life. And that's really addressed strongly in this book about about how women really need to take care of themselves so they have something left over when it comes time to give. Give what? Well, kids. Hello. I mean, I've got three kids, man. I mean, that takes a lot of energy. I've got a husband, and I love and adore him, but it all takes a certain kind of energy to be present to all those people, cook the meals, get everybody to school, do the home projects, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And so what what I argue for in the book is if you take, you know, 10%, not even 10%, 5% of your time to do your self-care, which may be a massage, meditation, exercise, what have you, you're still going to be spending 95% of your time doing for others if you're a mom. And you know there's a lot more people who are taking time to meditate now than any other time in recent history. Don't you think? Yeah, and I think it's great. I think it's great. It's about time we took care of ourselves. That's right. Yeah. because I mean, it's not just for women. It's for for everyone. Because if you you don't take care of yourself, no one else will. That's right. You know, and if you've got to be number one in your book. That's right. Yeah. What has been the, the feedback that you've been getting from from friends and other people in the media about your psychic ability and your coming out with a book? Well, I mean, that's that's a good question. Oh, by the way, I like your song playlist. They're very cool. Thank you. Really, yeah, really nice. Um, well, I, you know, it's, I'll tell you what. Some of, some of the people that I know are actually psychic, but they're totally in the closet about it. Some reporters are mm-hmm. psychic. Um, and then a couple of others have been, you know, absolutely... Friends of mine who are news reporters, and I'm pretty hardcore, have been very wonderful about this because they knew me from before. So it's almost like, you know, I'm not, it'd be pretty hard for me to fake some of this stuff. Let's just put it that way. And so I feel, I feel like it's been well received. It's going to be really fun to see if this jumps the gap from new age to mainstream. And that's my goal. I hope that this book can be more of a mainstream book for people, not just you know, people who've already been engaged in some <clears throat> new age psychic stuff. If we have so, some, if we have some some housewives who are in the audience tonight and they're listening and they're saying, "Well, geez, I might be a psychic." Like I've had, I've had these premonitions, and you know, every mom and dad has that gut feeling when something is wrong with one of their kids, no matter what. What can they do to confirm it to themselves that yes, they are psychic, and they should work on work on honing their skills. I mean, I, I think the first piece of the puzzle is just little things. It's little baby steps. You get the feeling to go to the store right now and get, you know, a, a bag of flour, and you can't understand why in God's name that's going on. Mm-hmm. But you get in the car, you go to get the bag of flour, and there's um, someone standing outside the store who's a, who's a friend of yours who you haven't seen in years who invites you to a party. I mean, if you don't start with following your intuition, you don't get the proof. 
And so that to me is that that's the baby step is you, you listen to your intuition, you, you go, you move beyond reason to do it, and you see if you get results. You test it. It's like Betty Crocker. You know, just test the recipes, see if they work. Then as you start building on those skills, you work up to a place where you get information about other people and you get to ask them, hey, I, I get this about you. I mean, if, with someone's permission to do a reading, you can just te- check it out. But, I mean, you know, this is all working up to doing a reading for people. I don't, I don't think it's good to go blab out information about people without permission. But I, I, I just want to say, I mean, it's not airy-fairy stuff. It's all, you can test it. You can just go, hey, angels, guides, show me your goods. What do you got? What's going on here? Does this stuff really work? And see if it does. See if your life gets better, easier, you know, more shortcuts, what have you. Do you think that everybody these days, you now we're talking about the year 2009, that, that still the psychic phenomenon, and I'm not talking about this show because, you know, I've been doing this now for 17 years and, and I've seen too much and heard too much yeah. to doubt it. Yeah. But do you think that John Q. Public still looks at psychic phenomenon as airy-fairy? And if so, why? Because it's scary. I mean, if you don't believe in other dimensions, then you don't want to believe in other dimensions because it's, you know, I think it's about our inner control freak. Mm-hmm. You know, we we want to have things be a certain way. We want to believe our perceptions are 100% correct. So if you start talking about other dimensions, if you start talking about angels and guides who are asking you to do stuff outside yeah. your comfort zone, outside the what the ego wants, then, you know, you're going into some territory that makes you uncomfortable. And most people, a lot of people, I'll say most, but a lot of people don't want to be uncomfortable. Lorraine, stand by. You and I have to take our commercial break. We'll be right back. Lorraine Rowe is our special guest. She is the author of... Got your pencils and ready? Okay, great. The Psychic Housewives Handbook. And her website is psychichousewives.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial set with Lorraine Rowe as the Exxon continues live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you've got kids... Welcome back. Lorraine Rowe is our special guest. Her website is PsychicHousewives.com. She's the author of the Psychic Housewives Handbook, and it's coming out this April. So, you know, put it on your list. It's, it's a got-to-get book. That's the Psychic Housewives Handbook, and the website is www.PsychicHousewives.com. Can you give us any psychic predictions tonight uh, about what you see for the future? Hey Rob. Yeah. What do you think about psychic ability? What I think it's I think it's real. And you employ it for yourself? All the time. Cool. All the time. 
I used to find it used to come in very handy when I was on the police force. I'd get that. <laughs> yeah, I'd get that feeling, you know, and turn the car around, pull the guy over, and my partner would say, what are you doing? I said, something is wrong. It's in the trunk. Well, he said, of course it's in the trunk. It wouldn't be in the front seat with him. Oh, sorry, it's so fine. You know, but that gut feeling, like when somebody's lying to you, when somebody's deceiving you, um, I, I believe we all have the ability, like you, so, you know, like you said, and you put in your book, but we, for some reason, we refuse to allow it to guide us at times. And I think once you, once you open up and say, yes, I believe, and you follow it, that's where it really starts to happen. Yep. So tell me a psychic prediction. Hello? I think people are going to do a really good job at creating their future. <laughs> All right, that shot your book sales down by at least 60%. Well, you know, I do believe we create our future. I mean, I, I it's funny. I'm not much of a prediction person. I'm more of a, I mean, I can predict, and I do, but what I would say is, I guess what I would say is this, if you want a prediction. I believe that the people who need to take a fall are taking a big fall, yeah. and I think We've been told not to worship false gods for a long time, and unfortunately, you know, more has become the dress sure. choice for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm saying this. I'm saying that it is going to be the best of the best of the best of times for people who follow their intuition. Follow your heart, light. Lorraine, I want so to thank I appreciate this time, and I've enjoyed our talk. Well, I hope to have you back on in the future, um, you know, because I'm sure that... You're going to have some great stories to tell us from the people who do buy your book, and I'm sure it's going to be a great success. I, I love your sense of humor. I love the fact that you're so honest and open, and uh, you're a very easy person to talk to. Oh, thank you, and so are you. Well, so thank are you. you. Thank so you I appreciate that, and great music choices. All right, just for you, my dear. Lorraine, thank take you. care of yourself. Regards to the three children and to the husband. Ah, uh, thanks. Well, you have a great evening. You too now. Bye-bye. Lorraine Rowe, or com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, I'm going to be speaking to Connie Podesta. We're going to get a little serious here because I believe that with the economic situation the way it is, a lot of people are going to be you know, looked at downsizing. Some are going to lose their jobs. And if we can help somebody keep their job, well, that's what it's all about, people helping people. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. And I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past as we continue live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Mm -hmm. 